Hi, this is Marissa Meyer. And this is Delaney. And this is Sloane. And you're listening to the Prince Kai Fan Pod. Previously on the Prince Kai Fan Pod, Jason watches over a sleeping winter, distraught from the nights of the battle, and so overcome with grief that she is sedated and restrained. Too many years of neglecting her gift have left winter vulnerable, and the overuse strained her already fragile mind. As Jason reflects on the revelations revealed after the battle, he allows himself to admit his true feelings for Winter. When he is finally ready to open up and bear his soul to hers, the girl of ice and snow returns. So chapter 94, we're in Cinder's perspective. I love this chapter. Me too. I love this chapter. Cinder is like holding her own right now. Hardcore holding her own. But she's so awkward at the same time it's amazing i love everything about this chapter is exactly what it should be considering she's been queen of luna for 25 minutes half of which (laughs) she was asleep for she's done a lot of things in those 25 minutes has she no i just want to give her credit for all the things that she's done before so she has a meeting with the world leaders about the Treaty of Bremen. Iko's her stylist. Because of course she is. <laughs> Liam Keeney is her new personal guard. But you know my favorite part about this entire chapter? What? Torin. God, I love Torin. Yeah. I do. Torin, who was like, you can't be a lovesick teenager anymore, <laughs> to like bowing to yep. Cinder. Look, he knows what he's supposed to do. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so she calls for a meeting with all the Earthen leaders, and she gets to the meeting, and she's like, sup, I'm the new queen. I'm (laughs) awkward, but my brain tells me all of the things in the world, so it's fine. I love when she's like, I have a port screen in my brain, so don't think I'm stupid. Yes. Yes. Because they do, they talk to her like, well, you probably don't know about this because you're a little kid. And she's just like, she shuts it down so fast. And I'm so proud yeah, because like, like she actually. immediately stands up for herself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Cinder from book one wouldn't have had that same reaction. She might have mentally had that reaction, but it wouldn't right. have come to fruition. Right. She would have been enough to say it out loud. Yeah. And now she is. What do you think? Do you think she should have everybody call her Cinder, or do you think she should start going by Celine? That's so weird, though, because, like, she only just found out that she is Celine. So I'd have to go by the name that everyone knows me by. Yeah, just make it a That's nickname. so weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be Thorne's funny. name isn't really Captain, you guys. Hate to bring it to you, but we still call him that. We never, we don't even know what Kai's name is, but everybody calls him Kai. Yeah, even Cinder's, like, looking over at him, like, am I calling you the right thing? I don't know, because you're just Kai to me. Well, we never get a last name for him either. He's just Kai. Is that right? Yeah, Marissa never gave him a last name. She even said in an interview, like, somebody asked her, do you have any regrets about the Lunar Chronicles, or would you change anything or something? And she was like, yeah, I'd probably give Kai a last name. Because it was like a total misstep. 
And she said in what? an interview on her podcast that I did with her, I asked her, like, well, what is Kai's last name? And she goes, of the Eastern Commonwealth. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kai never, for whatever reason, Kai just never got a last name. He's like Madonna or Zendaya. He's just Kai. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I do like that Kai is there and that he's so, he believes in her so much. Like, he's just like, girl, you got this. It's fine. I mean, I'm right here, but you got this. Yeah. And he's like kind of showing her what to do, you know, when like nobody sits down. She's like, you can sit down now. And he's like, no, you have to sit down first. You do it, and they. You're the queen. This is proper etiquette. And she was like, "Ugh, okay." Yeah. Yeah. And he probably wrote her speech again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Probably. (laughs) Okay, so here's some highlights from the meeting. They have come up with a peaceful alliance between Earth and Luna. Finally. They are going to reopen trade so they can distribute the antidote. They are going to create Garen's invention and spread it like wildfire to prevent more cyborg attacks and for um, to prevent more lunar attacks. And there are going to be less strict cyborg segregation. Oh, and Audrey will profit from it. I hate that, but I like that Cinder's like, you know what? I don't even care. Oh, Legally, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, but... But the petty person inside of me is like, girl, you didn't have to do that. No. You did not have to do that. No, she wouldn't have done it for you. Ugh. Yeah. I do like when when Cinder stumbles over calling him Kai. I know, it's precious. (laughs) I'm like, uh, my boyfriend, I mean, the emperor. (laughs) While I understand your motives, how can we trust that the lunas who come into our countries won't? He hesitated. Manipulate you, said Cinder. Brainwash your people. Commit unspeakable crimes against humanity, knowing how easy it will be for them to get away with it. He flashed a wry smile. Exactly. I believe the earthens and lunars can coexist peacefully, said Cinder. We've seen it in Farafra and other northern African towns over the past decade, where close to 15% of the population is made up of lunar immigrants. They work together. They trust each other. 15%? said Africa's prime minister, Cayman. I've never heard this statistic. They don't publicize it, but it didn't seem to be a secret, even to the earthen locals. They had formed a mutually beneficial relationship. As lovely as that thought is, said Cayman, with all due respect, you are very young, your majesty. You may not be aware that there was a time when travel was encouraged between Earth and Luna. And in that time, we experienced episodes of mass brainwashing put upon our people, forced suicides, rapes. Not only is it difficult to prove when a Luna has manipulated an Earthen, but half the time we can't even tell a crime was committed. She stopped herself as her voice started to rise. I, of course, mean no disrespect to you, Your Majesty. No disrespect taken, said Cinder. I am, in fact, quite familiar with the massacre at New Haven 41TE, the mindless marches of 18TE, the highly publicized case of Roger versus Caprice in the Second Era, and 
Oh, about a thousand other notable examples of lunars exerting their gift on the people of Earth. Cayman looked taken aback. In fact, the whole table seemed more than a little surprised. Leaning forward, Cinder spoke very clearly. I have a computer in my brain, she said. So while I'm not going to tell you that I am the smartest or by any means the most experienced person in this room, I would suggest that no one use my youth to believe that I am also ignorant. Earth and Luna used to have completely open travel and they stopped because Lunars attacked. They raped and pillaged. They tricked Earthens into doing things and then you couldn't tell when an Earthen was being manipulated or when they were actually doing it. And you know what it reminds me of? The Imperius Curse. As soon as um, Voldemort like fell from grace and everyone was like, I didn't do it. The curse made me. That's what it made (laughs) me think of because it was like there was no way to know if they if it was intentional or if a lunar did it made them do it. You're right. You're right. They've all been imperious. Yep. Yeah. Then you get a lunar to use their gift on you again to make you tell the truth. And you're like, wait a minute. No, we're not supposed to be doing this anymore. Stop. It. Right. It's very convoluted if we think about it too long. It is. Don't. It's, what is interesting is that the prime minister of the African Union does not know that 15% of his population is lunar. Right? Where have you been? What are you up to, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really high percentage. Yeah. Where like have you been? Like a real high percentage for you to not be aware of it. That's just sad. We need to vote someone else into power. <laughs> vote of no confidence yes I have no confidence at all okay so I'm doing the math right now okay that would be the equivalent America's population is like 300 million so that would be the equivalent of about 45,000 people and they're all in one spot too yeah they're not yeah. spread out no, over the entire not. continent. They're in, <laughs> they're in one. They're in one place. You should know better. But I, I do think it's harder. interesting to acknowledge because they're everyone is immediately like, okay, look, we can't we can't let lunars come back to Earth because you guys like really mess with us and you're all evil and wicked. And she's like, actually, like a whole bunch of lunars already live on Earth and they're so not evil that you don't even notice they're there. So maybe chill out and get your facts straight. Yeah, maybe you stop being a jerk. So here's a really cool Easter egg that we have. The chip that Cinder and Michelle had that prevented them from using their lunar gift slash the lunar gift being used on them was created by Garen, and he hid the software inside Ico. And look, if you had killed Ico off in the very beginning, what would you have done right here? Come on, right? Meyer. Right? How would you have made that circle back around? Exactly. Yeah. She's the hero. Also, Dr. Nandez just lucked into a really cool job. 
Yeah. Cinder didn't like post the job on Indeed and wait for applicants and interview a bunch of people. She was just like, oh, Kai thought you were really cool. So here's a job where where you're going to be made famous for doing groundbreaking engineering and make millions of dollars probably. What do you think Dr. Nandos was thinking right then? (laughs) Probably like better call mom. (laughs) (laughs) Better call mom and get her to jump out the work I wrote when I I was 13. I got my own stuff now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's my thing about this device. It's going to cost so much money. So I wrote in my notes that I think it'll become an elitist luxury. Because who's going to be able to travel from Earth to Luna all the time? Not me. No. Not anybody that works at, like, Target or Walmart. No, they have to save up and go on a, you know, a three-day summer vacation. (laughs) They win, like, a cruise from a radio station or something. But, like, the equivalent of a cruise. Yes. That is exactly right. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think it, I think that this device would become something very expensive. And I don't think it would be. In, I'm not sure that it would be easily accessible. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I would like to believe that Cinder and Kai would make sure anybody who wants it can get could it. have it. They like are scholarship doing, programs and stuff. Yes, they have universal health care. Yeah. They are not a scammy insurance company. <laughs> I believe in them. They'll Sometimes do I wonder what Claire thinks of the health care system in the United States. She feels sorry for us. There's a, a guy, I saw a video um, of a guy on YouTube, like, walking around London streets like asking them like how much do you think this costs in America and it was just like well what do you think an inhaler costs uh for free nope nope $40,000 how, how much do you think insulin costs it's free nope how much do you think this costs it's for it's all free it's like no no just nope. where you guys live nope just where you guys live nope <laughs> anyways I'm- Jumping through so many hoops right now trying to get a new insulin pump because I've had the same one since, like, 2012. So. Yay for insurance. Right. And you probably have what people would consider, quote, good insurance, right? Yeah. I do have insurance provided to me by my place of employment. Yep. Yep. It's it's not easy to have good like good insurance because no. it's still just quote insurance. Yeah, it's still you know. paying them millions of dollars over the course of your life for them to give you like a little band aid here and there. Yeah. 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 There's nothing yeah. like paying to live. Yeah. Did you know that there's a, a push right now to call Ubers and Lyfts instead of ambulances because it's cheaper? I don't doubt it. Yeah. I read an article about it a few weeks ago, and I was like, huh. Yep. I guess if you don't actually need the paramedics, but you do need a ride. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably do it. 
Yeah, because an ambulance ride alone is like $5,000, let alone everything else they do while you're in there. Yeah, whether you want them to or not. Yeah. So anyways, um, she decides, <laughs> she tells La, she tells Pearl not, or she tells Audrey not to be greedy and then says that she's never going to think of Audrey or Pearl ever again. But she will miss Peony. And she's oh, sad that Peony. Peony doesn't get to be a part of this. That scene... Or that that moment makes me sad because she's like thinking of Peony playing dress up with Ico and I'm like, oh, it would be so amazing. Fighting over who got what perfume. Yes. Ugh. That makes me sad. Jealous and awkward that maybe someday she'll have to call Kai her brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be weird. Saying that's where love goes. Um but anyways, the chapter ends beautifully because it's like, all right, now that we got all that away, I want to talk to two of you about a man named Carswell Thorne. Yes! <laughs> Which I'm so happy about because oh. what do you want to talk about Thorne for? I do love that, though. Like, And the audiobooks do it beautifully because it's like, and it's about a man named Carswell Thorne. Yeah. Chapter 95. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that was a good chapter ending. Yeah. Like, you can tell, you can tell that she's going to do the right thing. And you can trust her to do the right thing. Yes. So let's talk about your song choices. Okay, so this one, I want to say, I really just picked it because of the title and because it's Janelle Monet. <laughs> but there are some good lyrics in here, too. So it's Queen, Janelle Monet with Erica Badu. There's some really good lyrics in here. Particularly, there's one that mentions being droids, which nice. I was like, "What? How are you? How do you?" Very, work that very evident. Yes, yes. Um, but she talks about how she will show like another way to do things, and she's been a droid for far too long, but like now she's free to make choices and do the right thing. So I think that's pretty great. But then that um, that chunk of lyrics ends with, because the booty don't lie, which is not appropriate for Cinder to, like, get up and twerk on the table. No, but, but I like it. Yes. But she, uh, it, it's just about being queen and, like, being able to do the things that you need to do and, like, doing there's one line so why ain't the stealing of my rights made illegal which is also very important because hello cyborgs had zero rights right and, they were indentured servants yes and granted this is this song is about you know racism and while cinder also touches on those themes like it's not it's not the same but it is a prejudice, and it is a, it a is. prejudice that comes from a similar place of hatred and, and yes. yeah, discontent. Yes. But it's just a really good song. Yeah, it sounds like it. So if you haven't listened to it, you should. I really should, because I haven't. Also, the video is really cute, because Janelle Monet is beautiful. She is so pretty. Right? <laughs> so I chose Karma by Taylor Swift, because... Uh, I think Cinder is getting her good karma finally. Yeah. Finally. And karma is her boyfriend. 
her boyfriend is Emperor Kaito of the Eastern Commonwealth. Like, that is some good karma, girl. Yeah. And now here she is, back in her rightful place, even though she maybe kind of probably doesn't want to be there. She's doing it. We all make sacrifices, Cinder. Right? Yes. And because she has such good karma, like, what's going to what's going to happen to her in the future right what do we have to look forward to from our girl so many things exactly universal health care <laughs> interstellar health care nice very nice word choice love it, it. <laughs> so what was your song cho- or your i did it again what was you your chapter quote what was your chapter quote? I would suggest that no one use my youth to believe that I'm also ignorant. Yes. Yeah, girl, stand up. The booty don't lie. No, it doesn't. Stand up, be heard. <laughs> the opposite of be humble, sit down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the booty don't lie is the exact opposite. I love it. So mine was Kai. Who had become so much more to Cinder than her prince or her emperor or an impossible dream. Remember when she was like, I don't even like the prince. He's not that cute. Why is that friend so thick? And now she's like, oh my God, I think I'm in love. She's like that Jessica Simpson song. I think I'm in love. Throwback to like 1998. Of course, that's where we live. Right? (laughs) That's why we're all so excited that NSYNC is back. Oh my gosh. If they go on tour again, I don't know. We're going, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you know they're going to come to Vegas, which is where I live, and you know you would have a free place to stay. Right. Yeah. Happening. Yeah, exactly. Okay, done. Yeah. We can tell the husbands to like play D&D or something, and we'll go. Yeah, they'll be fine. It's fine. Actually, Quentin would probably go. (laughs) Well, no, he likes it. He liked Backstreet Boys better, which is fair. That is fair. I mean, it's wrong, but it's fair. <laughs> so Amanda's team in sync forever. Yes. Yeah. Of course. You're not? Um, I, Looking back, like if you go and you listen to NSYNC and you go and you listen to Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Boys had a lot more hits. But NSYNC had better lyrics, so I'm kind of in the middle. Also, just so I don't think anything will ever top. (laughs) You're right. That's I know. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's okay if Bethany's wrong. That was the subtext of what you were saying. Just about It's fine. It's okay if you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. You're probably right. It's fine. Kind of. Okay, so next time we're going to cover chapters 95 and um, 96, I think. I think my notes say 97, but I think that's wrong. Because what's the last chapter of the book is 97, isn't it? 
Is it? Or is it 98? I got my ebook right here. Hold on. I can look. I said I've got the ebook. Yeah, so it's just 95 and 96 next week because 97 is its own chapter, obviously. Oh. It's so funny that you were talking about Harry Potter earlier, and I'm going through all of my apps because I had the ebook open. Because sometimes when we're doing episodes together, we like as I read the book. Phone, we we read the book, so I had yeah. my ebook open, but no, it was not open this time. But That's okay. my YouTube music app was open, and that's where I have my Harry Potter ebooks. Nice. So I just was like nice. scrolling through, and I was like, oh look, there it is, Harry Potter, right there. We were just talking. About there it. is also if you because you like audio. There's a TLC audio drama now. What? It's on YouTube and it's actually very well done. I'm I very much enjoy it. Okay. I'll check so, it out. So go go spend a couple hours in there. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> but next week is chapter ninety five and ninety six and then chapter ninety seven and then somehow we're done with winter. What? I know. That's kinda huge. I know. And there probably will be a tiny hiatus after we're done with winter before we go to like stars above and stuff. Well, just drag me back on. <laughs> drag you back on like it'll be that hard. I know. <laughs> what? Oh, Not no. Hard <laughs> Not hard at all. I love Anything doing this show Anything you need to get you. me on your podcast. I know. I know. I really do. We have, like, the next couple of months picked out, and then we have themes already picked out for next year, so I just need to share those with you. What are your themes? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Are any of them historical fantasy wink wink? I mean, I can make, I will make your book fit. <laughs> Not even going to ask Claire. You're just like, yep, this is no. happening. No, I'll shoehorn it in. Also, <laughs> sorry to share your good news, but I told Claire. And she was like, oh my God, hooray. Yes, tell her, tell her. But you know, Britishly. But Britishly. Yes. <laughs> Such okay. good fun. Uh, okay. Um. There's our themes. So our themes are kind of all over the place. We've got Oh, I know. Super- That's why I love them. <laughs> We've got superheroes and supervillains. And I don't know if they're going to go in this order or not. Probably so not. So superheroes and supervillains could be um, the Renegade series, right? I know. But we did the first one like eight and a half yeah, years ago. So that's that would true. Be weird. Yeah. Um, creatures, cryptids, and creepy crawlies. Um, we have one about cults. One about ghosts, one about being in the water. It's called We're Gonna Need a Bigger Boat. Nice. Um, Got the Munchies, which features eating and sometimes cannibalism. Jobs from Hell, Summer Camp. Um, Booyah, it's the 1990s, yo. Love it. Perfect. Um, oh, that, we've got way too many. Sounds like murder. Occult, witches, flower face, and a portal. Flower face. Yes. There's so many good, terrifying books with flowers on the faces. I love it. Flower face. But, you know, all the books that we talk about, they don't have to fit in with the theme. So yours will just be special. Yay, I'm special. Because also there will be a bonus episode. Yay. Which is special. Very exciting. How amazing is that going to be? 
Get ready. More than I can handle. <laughs> Get ready. Still dealing with the imposter syndrome right now of like, can't believe this is actually happening. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to wake up any day now and they're going to be like, just kidding. Nah, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you already signed a contract. We're going to break it. <laughs> that's not going to happen. And if they break your contract, you sue them. Yeah, because <laughs> they would have broken a lot more than a contract. Like my soul and my spirit. Yes. All of my dreams. All of yes. them. All of them would be shattered. All of them. <laughs> Gone. Gone They're, dreams. They are not going to break your contract, Bethany. You are going to be a real life published author and it's yay amazing. yay very exciting thank you for coming thank you for having me anytime anytime even though I feel like I ruin all of the episodes that I'm I having. love your episodes I feel like I <laughs> laugh a lot with you <laughs> good that's that's what I'm here for happiness joy now I just need to move to Arkansas so I can come work for you yeah really I mean if you do, I will hire you. Yay! You can work at my branch with me. That would be awesome. We would not get any real work done. I would just, like, constantly bring you donuts. We would take turns with who brings, like, donuts and bagels. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Just like, didn't you it get off work? And Quentin would call and be like, didn't you get off work an hour ago? Yeah, we're just talking. Yeah. Nah, sorry. So we, we saw this book cover and, you know. You know what happens fell down a rabbit hole it's fine do you want to tell people where they can find you and fictional hangover podcast yes too you can find me on all social media um, at ridiculous amanda and you can find fictional hangover everywhere at fictional hangover we've um we've let twitter slash x die so now we can have our our full name everywhere because Twitter was stupid and you only had you had like a character limit. But anyway, at fictional hangover, fictionalhangover.com all over the place. We we're on all social media minus Twitter because Twitter's on. Um yeah, but come and listen. Come and listen to all of our episodes. We have 200 and at this time, probably 65 episodes. That's crazy. That you can go back and listen to, plus the bonus episodes, which puts us well over 300. So, wow. That's come and crazy. Listen with Fictional Hangover. And you oh can gosh. start anywhere. Yeah, because you Pick it's not serialized. No, it's just any book that we feel like talking about. I would like to recommend everyone go and listen to the Twilight episodes because they're hilarious. Oh my god, right. <laughs> that and the selection series. <laughs> yes. My heart is confused. It's still one of my favorite t-shirts. I'm glad. I'm glad you love that t-shirt that I made just for you. Just for me, because I wanted yeah. it. <laughs> and also that weird one with the brain. Nice to worship you, sir. Nice that to worship you, sir. You. <laughs> for you too. Also one of my most prized possessions. I don't even remember why. Something about remember. Kai, I think. I don't know. Probably. This, I don't that know. That was three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that was one of the first episodes we did together. Probably. Have we been friends for so long? It seems unreal. I know. And we've never met in person. No, never met. Isn't that crazy? Life. I love yeah. that about the internet. <laughs> yes. Like, I just met Claire in real life in July. 
I went you to got London. to go to overseas or she came here? Nope, I went to London. So cool. Yeah. We have a live episode where <laughs> the beginning of it starts out and it's just me on the camera. And then you can hear a toilet flush in the background. And <laughs> that is hilarious. Screen. <laughs> so, it's um, excuse time. me, I'll have to go use the loo. Yes. It was fine. And the best part is I don't even think you could hear the toilet, but there in my heart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for episode. being here. I look forward to doing more episodes with you. Yes. I look forward to you coming on Fictional Hangover Yay. with your own book as an author. Woo. It will be amazing. Very exciting. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Anytime. Anytime. Listeners, thank you for being here. Keep reading, keep listening, and until next time, don't get glamored. Bye. Bye. The chapters discussed today are from Winter by Marissa Meyer. This podcast is hosted and produced by Bethany Fager. The musical interludes you heard were from Fifth Harmony and Backstreet Boys. The audio clips you heard were from Rebecca Solier's performance of Winter by Marissa Meyer and Macmillan Audio Book Production. Today's special guest was Amanda from Fictional Hangover Podcast. The intro-outro music was composed by Emma Pavo, and the logo art was created by Sunlight Tangles on Instagram. Thank you for listening.